0: Well, folks, good evening and welcome to 6:30 in the round. Um, for those who are relatively new to the church, this is something we do maybe three, four, five times a year. Normally during school holidays, uh, when 6:30 isn't on as usual. And uh, we've always found it—I mean, not everybody loves it, but most people really enjoy it. And uh, it's just a slightly more intimate way of gathering around the Lord's table and remembering him in his own way. He probably doesn't want me to, but I will say a special welcome tonight to Ray. Um, Ray, Ray, and I don't know how many years ago it now is, would it be 12 years ago since you left? And uh, Ray was the youth pastor here for how many years? Four four and a wee bit. The wee bit was the hardest, that's whenever I came. And... um, and then since then has had, you know, a lovely ministry up in Lossiemouth and now in Dunfermline. So it's nice to see him here tonight. And I'm just going to ask him to take no money joking. <laughs> um, so you're very, very welcome. And uh, tonight, um, worship will be led by Ruth and Angela. We're looking forward to that. And um, Michael Healy is going to be sharing God's word and leading us in communion. And. Um, Michael's situation has changed significantly. You know, for over 25 years, um, people sort of spoke to Anne and said, oh, you're the minister's wife. Now people speak to him and say, oh, you're the pastoral worker's husband. <laughs> um, Michael, of course, along with Anne, Michael was the minister in Finlay for 26, 27 years. Oh, 23, I felt like 25, okay. and uh, But obviously you're now in membership with us here as well. So it's, it's great that he's sharing with us in, in ministry tonight. So let's just take a moment to pray. And then Ruth and Angela are going to lead us in our opening worship. Father God, it's good just to gather around your table. Just to remember you in your own appointed way. To break bread together to drink wine together together we remember all that you did for us on the cross of calvary as we approach this easter season we are reminded again of the amazing depth of your love expressed to each one of us and so we just pray that throughout this very simple act of worship tonight that our eyes might be focused upon you. You alone are worthy to receive all the praise and honor and glory that we can bestow upon your name. And so be with uh, Ruth and Angela as they lead us, Uh, especially I pray that you'll just speak through Michael as he shares your word. And as we break bread and drink wine together, may we sense something of your holy presence among us and yet at the same time rejoicing In the tremendous truth, it is only until you come. And then we will be with you forever, being able to bask in your glory and to appreciate the wonder of your majesty in a way that we can only begin to comprehend in small measure even tonight. So thank you, Lord. Come and present yourself with us by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Let me add my words of welcome to David's as we participate in this act of worship this evening. Um, you will probably hear I have a really dodgy voice. This is the first time in about six weeks that I've actually tried to sing. and um, Well, I heard it earlier and it was a bit ropey. So I hope you'll bear with me. Angela may, may well have to step in from time to time vocally. But we come before the Lord in our weakness and our frailty, as well as in the good days when everything seems to be working fine. We're going to be looking tonight—you would see in the bulletin this morning—at Matthew chapter twenty-seven, and particularly focusing on those who watched Jesus on the cross. And we're going to have a look at the cross ourselves this evening, as we come to, towards communion, as we worship our Savior, and. Our first song is simply an invitation to come and see, come and see the King of Love. See the mocking, see the pain, see the agony, see the cost that there was for our salvation. So let's stand together if you're able and accept the invitation to come and see. to uplift our offering just now before we sing our next hymn. Um, Sometimes I feel when we sing and we give at the same time of our finances, we can lose one or the other and we can lose the the intentionality of one or the other. So we thought it would be nice this evening. Angela and I will play some verses of our next hymn and allow you to think about the words because you'll know the words um, but it also allows you to focus on your giving of your finances to the lord because it's as much a part of our worship as our music or our spoken word so we're going to play some verses of when i survey the wondrous cross thinking again about this looking at the cross we'll play a couple of verses while the offering bags go around One more song before we listen to God's word. When we look at the cross, we see the sacrifice of Jesus. And every time we see that sacrifice, we can do nothing else but fall before him in gratitude and wonder. Once again, we look on the cross. Once again, we fall at his feet. Let's sing this. Simple chorus together, Jesus Christ, I think upon your sacrifice. Take your
2: seats. <coughs> Please turn with me in your Bibles to Matthew's Gospel, chapter 27. But I'd like to say a word or two by way of introduction. Many, very many years ago in the last millennium, when I was at school, we had to learn poetry. And much of it I've forgotten. But there are bits that stick. And there's one poem in particular that has been reverberating around my mind this week. And it's a poem by a man called William Henry Davies. And It goes like this. What is this life, if full of care? We have no time to stand and stare. No time to stand beneath the boughs and stare as long as sheep or cows. No time to see when woods we pass, where squirrels hide their nuts and grass. And it goes on, and the last two lines are, A poor life, this, if full of care, we have no time to stand and stare. And I don't know about you, but my life always seemed to be lived in a hurry. When I'm going out for a walk, I suddenly find myself marching along as though I've got a deadline that is really vital for me to meet, and yet I'm retired, so I don't know how how that works out. And the same happens when I'm reading, having spent a lifetime of of reading for for work, I kind of speed read. And because I speed read, I miss out the detail. We're always in a hurry. But it's really good to have an opportunity like this this evening of just slowing down. And I want this evening to try to go back in time with you to Calvary. Just so that we might linger there for a little while and to allow our eyes to look at the faces And drink in the details of all that we see. So I'm going to read quite a long section to you. But for a reason. Matthew 27, reading from verse 11. Jesus is standing before Pontius Pilate. Meanwhile, Jesus stood before the governor. And the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Yes, it is as you say. Jesus replied, when he was accused by the chief priests and the elders, he gave no answer. Then Pilate asked him, don't you hear the testimony they're bringing against you? But Jesus made no reply, not even to a single charge, to the great amazement of the governor. Now it was the governor's custom at the feast to release a prisoner chosen by the crowd. At that time, they had a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when the crowd had gathered, Pilate asked them, Which one do you want me to release to you? Barabbas or Jesus who is called Christ? For he knew it was out of envy that they had handed Jesus over to him. While Pilate was sitting on the judge's seat, his wife sent him this message. Don't have anything to do with that innocent man, for I have suffered a great deal today in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask Barabbas, to ask for Barabbas, and to have Jesus executed. Which of you two do you want me to release to you? Asked the governor. Barabbas. They answered. What shall I do then with Jesus? who is called Christ, Pilate asked. They all answered, crucify him. Why? What crime has he committed? Asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder, crucify him. When Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, but that instead an uproar was starting, he took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. I'm innocent of this man's blood. He said, it's your responsibility. All the people answered, let his blood be on us and on our children. Then he released Barabbas to them. But he had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. Then the governor's soldiers took Jesus into the praetorium and gathered the whole company of soldiers round him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him and then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on his head. They put a staff in his right hand and knelt in front of him and mocked him. Hail, King of the Jews, they said. They spat on him and took the staff and struck him on the head again and again. After they had mocked him, they took off the robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him away to crucify him. As they were going out, they met a man from Cyrene named Simon and they forced him to carry the cross. They came to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. There they offered Jesus' wine to drink mixed with gall. But after tasting it, he refused to drink it. When they had crucified him, For he said, I am the Son of God. In the same way, the robbers who were crucified with him also heaped insults on him. From the sixth hour until the ninth hour, darkness came over all the land. About the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rocks split. The tombs broke open and the bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs and after Jesus' resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, surely he was the Son of God. And We pray that God will add his blessing to the reading of his word. And now Ruth's going to sing to us a beautiful piece. Lead me to the cross of Jesus. Thank you, Ruth.
3: cross of Jesus